to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela, and today I am so excited to share with you that for the first time ever, I'm doing an event live and in person. So mark your calendars. December 3rd, 2022, here in Cincinnati, I'm planning this amazing event. It is going to be an intimate three-hour affair. We're going to work one-on-one together. I'm limiting it to just 20 people, so it will be a small, close group. We're going to work on breath work to help you relax as well as to energize and empower you, do some meditations, I'm going to give a powerful talk and then do Q&A and hot seat laser coaching. And to me, this is really a special, special, special opportunity. As you know, my practice as an architect really is built around empowering people to be their best selves in the space that they are surrounded by. I work a lot with a concept called salutogenesis, which is Latin for health generating. And this term was coined by a medical sociologist named Aaron Antonovsky. He literally observed that when people had more resources to cope, all other things being equal, they did better than others in the exact same situation who did not have those same resources. So I've built my whole career, right, 30 years now going on, studying these different aspects. And even before I knew the word salutogenesis, I was studying psychology and sociology and neurology and really auditing all of that and looking at the different ways that we respond spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically to environmental cues. This has fascinated me for a really, really, really long time. And I was just really thinking about how I could integrate all of this research that I've done on how to give people more resources to cope and the companion resources that go with it about what is stress? What is trauma? What does that really do to us? Learning that stress actually over time has a genetic effect on us, which is why we can have generational trauma. You know, I I really have an amazing opportunity in the work I do to travel a lot and to speak at conferences. And I'm part of a couple different mentoring programs through AI National. I also help with a leadership program for architects here in Cincinnati. So I have an opportunity to really hear from a wide variety of people. I'm part of a Women in Architecture Facebook group, which is a really, really beautiful, beautiful community. And all those touch points 
really let me hear from a lot of people, a lot of people about what's up with them. A theme I hear over and over and over again is overwhelm, burnout, and stress. Feeling like there is no work-life balance. Feeling like you've been so focused on checking the boxes on the to-do list that you've forgotten how to enjoy life and have fun. You know, this is such a need out there. And when we work one-on-one, there's a much more powerful transformation that takes place because you are in community with like-minded people. The energy is so much stronger. I can see you. We're physically present with one another, which is something I've never had the opportunity to do before. And it's really that much more powerful. And so knowing that, I thought, what if I took a lifetime of practice, work that I've spoken about all over the country, published in peer-reviewed journals, won awards for, and combined it with the things I talk about on this podcast, which are all about how to do the inner work so that we can be the advocates we want to be for the work that we do. That is the external expression, right? We have to start. At the core, we have to start with ourselves. Calling this live event Salutogenesis for your soul. It's just going to be amazing. We've had a few people already sign up who are super, super excited. They're saying, this is just what I needed. I cannot wait. And again, it's going to be in person in Cincinnati on December 3rd, which is a Saturday. And we're going to spend three amazing hours together you're feeling this is something that speaks to you, that could help you, that could make a difference for you, check out the link. It is in the show notes and make sure that you get yourself signed up. I'm also putting it on the front page of my website. So if you go to architectingpodcast.com, you'll see it right there. The very first thing that pops up. This is just such an important thing, right? We really do need to change the way we think about work and life because the old structures are collapsing. That's why we're feeling the way that we're feeling because they don't work for us anymore. And we can be nostalgic all we want about the good old days, if there ever were any good old days. I personally think that our profession Our whole AEC industry suffers from systemic codependency problems, and I have made it my mission at Architecting to really start talking about that more, raising awareness more, and working to change that because the old systems, as I said, are collapsing. We're feeling that, and we know we can't keep going. One of the coaches I work with, Colleen, has referred to it as beast mode. It's almost like the way that a cyclone starts, right? It's sort of a little bit of air and it starts to swirl because of atmospheric changes. And as it starts to swirl, it starts to pick up momentum. And pretty soon there you go, right? You've got this powerful whirlwind. And it's getting the job done. It's very powerful. It's very forceful. But it also can be destructive. 
takes a lot of energy to keep that whirlwind going. It also takes a lot of energy to slow it down. And I've been noticing myself for most of the summer, and it got even more accelerated this fall, I was in that beast mode because I just had so much going on. And the better we get, at saying yes to life, at looking for opportunities, the more that come into our lives and the greater our capacity gets because it does expand if you imagine a conduit. If you have a very narrow conduit, you're not going to put a whole lot of energy through it. If you have a bigger conduit, more can go through it. But there's also a limit. Even as you expand your capacity to still enjoying life, not being exhausted and depleted, trying to keep everything going, whether it's in your personal life or your work life. If we don't take those same opportunities to rest and regenerate, we get to the point of the breakdown. I really wanted to explore a little bit more today how we go from breakdown to breakthrough. And I know a lot of experience the breakthrough after the breakdown. Had so many people tell me about a moment of crisis in their life where they had this profound epiphany where they suddenly saw how life fit together in a way they had never seen before, where their priorities shifted and their willingness to do or say things that they might have been afraid to do goes away. Ways they felt bound up and held back and afraid get dissolved. The reason that happens, the reason we often experience the breakthrough after the breakdown is because when we finally hit that point of, I can't do this anymore, we become very, very vulnerable. And in that vulnerability, we stop trying to control. We ask for higher help. We admit that we don't have all the answers. And we become willing to step into the flow. From that state of allowing and flowing, that opportunities can actually reach us. My co-host for the Architects as Healers, Buildings as Medicine show, Megan Mazzocco, and I were talking a few days ago about the aura. Really, your aura is your energy field. It's not some woo-woo crazy thing. It is real, and it is measurable, and you can even photograph it. But the biggest thing to remember is that your aura is composed of particles of energy. And what happens, you know, you can almost compare this to the way that water works. When we condense the water particles tightly together, it's almost like a layer of ice, right? It is our aura becoming very protective, a shell around us. While you might think, well, that energy is really concentrated, it's really strong. What's actually happening, much like a suit of armor would work, is that while nothing can come in to hurt you, nothing can get out either. So we tend to condense our aura when we feel afraid. And you, you can sense this. You know, if you really pay attention, 
when you feel anxious or uncertain or very sad, you almost feel sort of a tingling in your skin, sort of an enclosure, and that is your aura tightening around you. Most of the time, our aura is more like water in the state of liquid, right? It kind of flows around us. If you were to put your arms out, it would be about the distance of your fingertips all around your body. It's more porous. Energy can get in, energy can get out. We can communicate better with others, but we also can hear and be receptive to what's going on around us. But our real goal and what happens when we really surrender, when we have that breakdown, is that the ice shell cracks and it's almost like when water becomes vapor. Our aura becomes so porous that it extends infinitely beyond our physical body. And in doing that, we become so much more available to opportunities, to help, to meaningful relationships, to the things we really want in our life. We can see the breakdown, breakthrough, connection, but why do we have to get to that point? There's a lot of suffering that comes with a breakdown. There's a lot of pain. There can be years leading up to it where our quality of life is diminished by this tightening and tightening and tightening and tightening as we try so hard to be all things to all people and do it all perfectly and be in control. And I know you can relate to this. What if we didn't have to push ourselves to the breaking point? What if we could consciously, from a whole and healthy place, have breakthroughs? have breakthroughs all the time, have breakthroughs you know, on a daily basis because miracles are not the exception. They are the norm, but we can't experience a miracle when we close it off. We can't experience it when we say, I want this but, and then we come up with the list of all the reasons why it will never happen for us. Like putting a command into your software and then hitting undo and then retyping the command and hitting undo, right? It's never going to execute the thing you want to happen. Never going to happen because you keep undoing it. You keep clearing it out. And there's ways you can practice. I mean, I've been having a lot of fun just asking for a parking miracle every day. And I get one. I find the most amazing parking places super close that should never have been available because I'm asking for it. And asking is not about seeking worthiness or permission. It is about claiming. When it says in the Bible, if you read the Bible, ask and you shall receive, that's often a common phrase that we hear. The original Hebrew translation of ask is claim or demand. It's not prove worth. It's not beg. It's not supplicate. It is claim or demand because we are that powerful. So when you are experiencing the overwhelm, the stress, the burnout, the feeling that you have to be all things to all people at all times, 
and that you have to drag everything and everyone else across the finish line. And your life is all about the shoulds, all about checking the boxes on a list that you did not create. And you don't even know why the list is there, but someone told you you had to do these things and you said, okay, and it's exhausting. If that is where you are, I want you to acknowledge, first of all, how much of the way you feel is actually rooted in fear, in self-doubt, in feeling that you have to prove yourself. And I want you to know, take a deep breath in and a long sigh out, let it go. I want you to know that you are worthy just because you are here and that you do not have to do or prove anything to anyone in order to deserve to be happy, in order to deserve to enjoy life, and in order to fulfill your mission of making the world a better place because you're here. So often, and I know if you are listening, if you're part of this community, you believe design can make a difference. You're highly motivated. You're very ambitious. But I want you to realize how much of that is rooted in proving yourself and external validation. And it's not your fault. It's what we've been taught in our industry, in our culture, in our families. But I also want to call you to realize that you can let it go. That when you take this time, when you do this work of self-care and self-love, that you shine even brighter, that you are essentially performing that act of salutogenesis on yourself because you are building up your resources to cope. And the more resources you have, the more you can give. The greater service, the more profound of an effect you and the work you do can have in the world. If you needed to hear this today, I really hope that this touched you and is helping you see why self-care isn't selfish, why we never have to push ourselves to a breaking point ever, why we need to stop, why we need to slow down that whirlwind and take that time that we need to rest and restore because it actually will let us do more better in less time when we are fully resourced. If you would love to be in community with us and really learn more about Salutogenesis for the Soul, go to architectingpodcast.com or click the link in the show notes and join us on December 3rd for this amazing, amazing live event. I would love to see you there. Much love, and as always, if you enjoyed this show, like, rate, or review, and definitely tell a friend about us. Take care. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. 
Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (music) 